0: Okay, so, guys, we're bringing you a world exclusive <laughs> <laughs> from Nerdy Cafe, and I'm sat with with Tom and I've got your names. That's
1: really good. brilliant,
0: Dan. Dan. Dan, you did just tell me uh, with Tom and Dan who are here at Nerdy Cafe, and I'm joined by my glamorous co-host Shane, of course. Hello, who is uh, who's wielding Sheila again today? I'm very sorry, Sheila. I don't think people know what God, Sheila damn is. It,
2: Sheila, Sheila, the the rubbish mic that nobody likes. Yeah, I'm really sorry that you got. She's a, she's a classy broad. And you have to put it right in your mouth to be able to be heard.
0: <laughs> you almost have to, you know. Uh, but yes, uh, we are here at Nerdy Cafe and thank you guys for joining us on the Shoes of Biscuit. You are so welcome. Thank you for having us. Um, and this place is looking amazing. If you don't know what Nerdy Cafe is, it's a brand new cafe that's opening on N- Mardle. and it's not just a cafe. It's not just a cafe, right.
3: So much more than just a cafe.
0: It's not just a coffee shop. People are like, oh, there's another coffee shop in in Shrewsbury. Not that the coffee shops around Shrewsbury don't do well. If you walk around on a Saturday, it's really hard (laughs) to find a place in a coffee shop. But this place offers so much more, right?
3: Uh, It does. So uh, we're really super... proud to be bringing Nerdy to Shrewsbury so Nerdy is uh, a board game cafe um, and uh, the normal response when I say board game cafe is uh, what like Monopoly uh, which is the sort of general <laughs> Hey, response. nothing wrong with Monopoly man. there is uh, well um, that is a different um, yeah. argument for us to have in a minute but, but what, what I will say is that, um, that board gaming um, has come a long way uh, and if you the best analogy is to think about computer games so we know that computer games since about. 1980 uh have completely skyrocketed and everything is now super lifelike and super you know uh, all absorbing and realistic and and you know it's not that hard of a leap to think that actually the same thing has happened in other creative areas and one of that uh, things is is board games
0: yeah so you're not going to be able to wield Master Chief and Halo but <laughs> you the I mean I've played some some really intricate. Board games that's got be like we like Ankh Morpork, don't we? Yeah, good game. Yeah, game, yeah, wow. And um, there's there's lots of um, there's it's almost political, <laughs> there's lots of <laughs> politics in the <laughs> dynamics of the games. Quite um, what's the what's the word? Um, sophisticated,
3: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very but sophisticated. At the same time, um, board games are now um, more accessible than ever as well. So, so there are um, games literally for everybody, and that's kind of the whole ethos of of nerdy, um is that we start off as children. And, and if you got you guys have yeah, you know, a four-year-old, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, got yeah. 4 year old. Yeah, so, so, uh, and, uh, and so, and having kids, and kids love playing, right? Kids think playing is the best thing in the world and they want to play with you all the time and playing is the best thing. And when we grow up, we kind of forget Get that playing is super cool, and even when we when we have kids, we still kind of think, yeah, they're playing. And then you're like, but I'm doing like the washing up and stuff. And then you realise quite quickly that actually that's a lot of fun. That's really cool. And yeah. actually, that playing's really good. And then you start playing again. And then you remember what it's like to play.
2: So it's like on Step Brothers when he's like, I lost my dinosaur. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> that. lost yeah. how yeah. to do the dinosaur. Yeah. Like- so, so you
3: need to you, when people remember that they can play and they remember how fun playing is and they get over the idea that i'm a grown-up i shouldn't play suddenly something happens in them and you see it and they just go oh this is amazing and then they just get this real you know sense of um, excitement and joy and wonder and that's basically what the whole nerdy thing is about, it's about getting people to come in and play it's not a prerequisite, you haven't got to play when you come here Uh, it's actively encouraged um, you know. but you can just come in for coffee and and enjoy the space Um, but you will absolutely see lots of people enjoying themselves playing games and if you don't want to get involved with that that's cool but I, I don't think that will be the case. It's either. good
0: to be in the environment. I mean, I remember uh, for Thor's game, we got invited to to the geek House with uh, with Joel Smith. Big yeah. shout out to Joel Smith, big supporter of the show, legend, legend. And we were sat in Weatherspoons and we were playing board games. I can't remember what what you what you guys were playing, but you were playing something really magic. like magic. Was it, ma- was it magic? Was it magic? Um, and yeah. there was these two. I'm not going to say jobs. Um <laughs> <Charles>. <laughs> That's, that, that's that's uh, that's uh, mm, very judgmental. Uh, there were two guys that weren't used to board games, and they were kind of at the <laughs> slot machine, and they were kind of peering over. Going, what are they doing? Uh, you know, and I had to turn around and say, "Look, I hated board games about you know six or seven years ago. I hated them. Yeah. You know, I, I I hated the idea. Like you said." playing you know yeah. I, I'm a, I'm not a serious guy I will play on the Xbox for 4 hours on the yeah. night off you know um but board games I don't know I, I don't know what it was but my friend once was like a big shout out to Jimmy uh, my co-creator of Thorskin uh, he was like oh, I'm going to bring around a board game and some beers and I was like oh really and he <laughs> did he brought around um more pork um what's the card game with um with the Marvel superheroes with the cards um
3: so there's 15. a few DC Debt Builder or Legendary? Legendary. Legendary,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Legendary. And... It was the best night I ever had. It was amazing. Like, <laughs> me the wife and his missus, and then we played. Honestly, like when you play legendary and you win your first game yeah. as a team because it's a team game, yeah. you're kind of like, "Wow, let's do it again!" <laughs> you know. And I explained <laughs> that to these guys, and I said, like, sometimes you just got to take the leap. You just got to do it. And uh, they actually were watching the game and actually getting really interested in uh, oh, drawing.
2: So I right, actually, yeah, <laughs> it's not
0: bad actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I feel that. Just come, it's like I was going to ask you. Like, what if you don't do geek or you don't do nerd? What if you don't do that? What would you say to people that don't?
3: Yeah, I mean, so I think the the big worry um, for, that people have is that, you know, that n- something called nerdy or, or, or feeling like you have to be involved in these things is it's a little bit worrying and people get a little bit sort of, oh, I'm not sure if it's for me. Um, Basically, my argument is actually playing is for everyone. Play- everyone, when they get into it, everyone's going to love it, and it's it's a really weird thing that will that will happen. But uh, again, you can still come in and just enjoy the space, whether you think it's um because it's also a super nice coffee shop with super good. Coffee. Looks amazing, and, and so um that in itself is is going to be. Um, you know enough for people that aren't into the kind of the nerdy stuff um but we are not just mad about kind of board games it's we are nerdy for pretty much everything and and that's you know whether that is going down the roots of things like dungeons and dragons or video games or or um you know art or um performances and live music and all of these kind of things you know you can be nerdy about everything and i think that a little bit of i mean nerdy is just the brand um what we're really about is just inclusivity and bringing people and yes, together it's
0: a hobby and like hobbies cover everything yeah you know like i said you can love island you know <laughs> people that are <laughs> obsessed about love island you're you're a nerd for love island if yeah. people that like you know horse racing you know sports things like that it's podcasts a, podcasts things like that you know <laughs> You, everybody's got their Absolutely.
3: own hobbies and, um, things. And, and we want to be a space where people can basically be nerdy about whatever it is that they want to be nerdy about, it, I mean the fact that we're a board game cafe, that's, that's the icebreaker board games are an amazing icebreaker, you put a board game in front of a group of people that have never met each other before, they will sit down, they can enjoy playing it together and instantly you've got that thing out of the way, that awkward elephant in the room It's like common know, ground
2: isn't it? Yeah yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I mean you either win together, you lose together, if you're playing cooperative games it's fantastic to kind of get to get to sort of know people and it's great for team building and all those things as well. We have interest from kind of corporate people want to come in and run, you know, um, these kind of corporate away days when they're going to come in and we make them play cooperative games. And we've got an amazing new game called uh, Team 3 where um, it's a premise of, you know, the monkeys, the the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil monkeys, those Mm. kind of famous monkeys. Uh, And the the idea is it's a building game with these kind of Tetris style pieces. And uh, one person is the architect and he can see what they're trying to build but he's not allowed to talk. He's only allowed to show the next person in the line what the pieces are using his hands, okay? The middle person in the line, yeah, he's not allowed to do anything except talk, so he can explain what's what's going on. And then the final person in the line is the builder. The builder, has to build what is being explained to him but his eyes are closed okay so you've got these three stages of this kind of completely chaotic thing and you put three versus three in this kind of mad building environment and suddenly you know it, it's, it's going to sound like hell to some people and it sounds like hell to me but it is wildly fun just because you have n- everyone is just in a terrible position no one, no, no one knows what's happening everyone's panicking everyone's rushing and racing and and you know when it does pay off Everyone's like, ah! Look, I did a thing. We, <laughs> we worked together as a team, and you know, and and then you get other people being like, "I can't believe you didn't know what this meant." When I did this with my hands, it obviously meant the orange one. You complete fool, and it, you know, it's 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 uh, it's bonkers. You're but, sacked, by the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and so, but you know, th- there are the we we basically um, we're sat at the moment in the kind of main cafe area, and we've got three massive um, five by five calaxes from IKEA, which are really big. Bookcase. They got the Kallax, by the way. Everyone loves a Kallax, yeah. right? So Callaxes so <laughs> are the like uh, world standard board game storage solution, um, and I don't really understand why because they are somewhat limiting in their kind of square-y, uh squarly goodness. But but but. <laughs> We have split our games in three distinct categories. We have light, medium, and heavy. And that's not in terms of how physically heavy they are, but it's in terms of difficulty. So we've kind of got beginner, intermediate, and and, and sort of expert. And that's not to say that you couldn't just pick up a game off the expert shelf and just play it straight away. I'm sure most people could. But in terms of getting people brand new to the hobby in, we're going to really encourage them to head to this shelf first, a sort of beginner shelf. And anything they pick up off that shelf, they're going to be playing in five minutes, and they're going to be right in there. And there are about 100 games on that shelf for people to kind of get involved it with even them? buckaroo even buckaroo and that's the even. thing so so we're trying to get a real nice blend of stuff that everyone's going to know and remember and love and that will include things like buckaroo it will include begrudgingly things like monopoly and um, and 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 it's I'm not to say that monopoly is a bad game it's just that there are now so many other games that do monopoly better than monopoly does yeah. monopoly yeah. Um which is it sounds well monopoly is a precursor isn't it yeah 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 and, and monopoly was never designed to be fun I don't know if you You guys know the history of Monopoly, but it was Mm. very much not designed to be. It was designed to teach the evils of uh, of of capitalism. So, uh, and and so um, everyone's like, Yay, Monopoly! (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: But then it it weirdly, it sort of, it was designed to teach the evils of it. It ended up getting robbed. The idea got robbed, and then it ended up becoming the ultimate capitalist (laughs) sort of board game. Uh, So, so you know, there's this wonderful kind of irony to it. But it's, uh, and obviously, the Shrewsbury Monopoly is coming out, which um, obviously we would be idiots if we didn't sell it being a, a board game cafe but there are now so many great things out there and i can see you guys kind of looking at it being like yeah, oh, yeah. What, what it, i'm yeah, looking what, at things what, that i've played yeah yeah, I mean. yeah. And, and there's a real you know i mean we we tried to got we've tried to get a really good selection and this selection is just something that's going to be something that's going to grow month on month on month we're going to be yeah. adding new stuff and keeping it fresh be more calaxes before you know
2: it. before we know <laughs> it. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit like a library a bit like Right here. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: they do three by twos, and I'm pretty sure there's a ten by ten Calac somewhere in the world. <laughs> we could
3: design one. Let's make that. Happen. Yeah. Um,
0: well, you know, board games for me they but because I'm not like I don't play board games like every week every day. Yeah. They usually like the things you bring out at Christmas or a special occasions yeah. things out. Like what what's that game I'm trying to remember where you have it's a bit like a bit of pictionary a bit like model building and a bit what's it has got like a bit of everything I've forgotten what it's called. <laughs> um but I, I went to see my family in Ireland and of course they live in Ireland so I don't see them that often. And we played this game. And it was so much fun. My sister is one of the most uh, cooperative, uh, one of the most competitive people in the world. She was going purple when people were getting things wrong and they're on a team and she was getting really angry. And it was just so much fun. And you know, if you can come and do that in the middle of town with your mates,
3: yeah, it's, it is, it is, it's super it's super good, is what it is. It's, it's flipping good and, so, uh, uh, and yeah I mean and and the interesting thing is that we get uh, we've been really promoting uh, the idea of obviously inclusivity and bringing people in and, and the next generation are, are very young and they're all into computer games and tablets and, and and why not because you know we've never had better competition now for for kind of reading and 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 board games than than Nintendo switches and and, and tablets because they're so cool right they're brilliant they're so easy to use they're so easy to play and kids think they're fantastic um and a lot of the time when i suggest to parents oh we should maybe play some ball games you yeah, know we can come around we can bring some ball games they'll say oh no i can't i can't play ball games with my children because they really hate losing they get really upset when they lose good and, and so my yeah well i mean without without sounding um too Preachy. Uh, I would say you need to play more games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, so so if children get upset when they're playing uh, or, or losing, they need to play more games and realise that playing games is actually just about fun rather than first, winning or it's losing. It's
2: one of the first things I always say to my kids whenever they um, they lose games, and, that, and especially my little boy. He's only three. Yeah. And like you know, he get he gets really angry yeah. if he doesn't get his own way and if he doesn't win. And I'm just like. You've to try harder then, won't you? But there's,
3: there's a really interesting psychology attached to it though because um, actually being upset when you lose something like Snakes and Ladders um, or a game that is primarily dice-based is actually perfectly natural because it's unfair. It's a, it's a dice game. So um, there have been <coughs> studies that have shown that those games, the, uh, Snakes and Ladders especially and, and, and basically games that are just what we call roll and move games yeah. um, are actually damaging. Um, they're not they're not really good for development in the same way that modern board games are. Because, and this is not to say that if you're playing Snakes and Ladders with your children, you're damaging them. But, <laughs> but, 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 How dare you! But, but <laughs> what I am saying is that, that, that they, there are very few benefits to playing uh, Snakes and Ladders, apart from teaching uh, children that, that ultimately, if you're playing a luck based game, anyone can win and you know life is hard Uh, that's essentially what you're teaching yeah yeah Um, and so there are um, uh, these incredible games now made by a company called Haber, uh, which is these kind of beautiful yellow yellow box games they're they're, um, a German company and they're really really focused on taking that luck away and putting strategy in the hands of of, of children. And um, when we look at modern board games in um, the sense of the games that you can buy in normal toy shops, um, they're really offensive in in terms of how they... Expect children to behave. So most board games now that get released, and you see adverts for them on children's TV, are about things like poo. I was uh, going to say, what's with yeah. all the poo, yeah. Toys? Yeah. Lots <laughs> of poo toys, What's going on with that? Lots of poo toys, uh, <laughs> and, and and you know, you've got you guys have got kids. It's a massive insult to our children's intelligence. You know, our children are they are clever. They they yeah. have brains in their heads. They can think for themselves. My They're, six-year-old can flat out beat me at Connect Four. But uh, well, that's it. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, having met you, Shane, that doesn't surprise me. But <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but no, that is... Unbelievable. Sticking up Phil Gillum from last week, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um but, you know, there is this real sense of, um, you know, our children are stupid and we need, need to uh, do games where they kind of are just doing something very simple and touching a button and then something happens and, oh, isn't it funny? There's a poo. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> why is that a thing? You know, why is that a game? Um, and, you know, it's, it, there are so many games out there now that are promoting dexterity and thinking and strategy and and, you know why not promote that yeah
0: I couldn't agree with you more actually I couldn't agree with you more and like I was one of these my wife was like what about this I was like no don't like these poo games and all like these poo, but there is a game <laughs> I bought for Timmy uh, because I thought it'd be fun. Uh, it was the game where you pull. It's called pull my finger, and it's got a monkey and he has got a <laughs> bum, and you pull his finger, and the more you pull his finger, you get, you know, you, you spin the thing. It goes like you pull his finger three times, and you'll have a go round, and his bum blows up, and then eventually it goes, <laughs> and yeah. you, you lose. And we played that at Christmas, and I, you know I bought this because I, I didn't, I, I didn't want to buy it, but it was like he really wanted it. He had so much fun. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Sham- no. <was> similar, <laughs> I'm ashamed. <similarly>, we we <laughs> yeah. bought one that was doggy doodoo or something. Yeah, it was the, the yeah. You put the you feed it but, some but food. Why?
3: But why is that a thing now? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 and that's the Play-Doh one, right? The yeah, doggy yeah, yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it because my children say, "Can we have this?" And we like, like, no. dude, <laughs> like, right, dudes. We have like 300 board games. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, and like, there are you know, there are none that I know of that Im- actively involve poo. But I think I know there's a couple. But but they you know they involve Pooh in a slightly different way, you know. So
0: Yeah, so. yeah cards against humanity. Yeah, you know, uh,
3: yeah. That's something that I, I will say actually as well, is that, that a um, a lot of people's interaction with modern board gaming has been cards against humanity. That's yeah. been one of the things that people have kind of done. And there are so many versions of that kind of thing out there now. Now that's something that, that obviously we will have um evenings um here uh Sort of after hours, that we will be more than happy for people to play cards against humanity. It won't be on our shelves, but it will be behind the bar. Um, but with us being a fully inclusive place for families, and we don't want to have a gang of, of guys, you know, very loudly yeah. being very sweary. You know, we have to think about that environment. And I think that I don't want people to worry that they're going to be coming into an environment that's going to be very loud and sweary. It will, it will be a policed environment. People will enjoy themselves, but there will be absolutely
1: strict rules. There, about, there's there's about a time conduct. and a place for that you yeah. could
0: have a Cards Against Humanity tournament in the evening when the, the yeah. kids aren't about you know Yeah, and that's the best thing is because you've facilitated this place because we just had a walk around and you've got lots of space here yeah, lots of space we went yeah. upstairs and you've got loads of tables for like your RPG uh, yeah. tabletop games yep yeah. Um, there's a, a space there that looks empty that you can kind of hire out, I suppose. Yep, yep, that's so what right. would you say to people that would
3: want to hire that space out? What Great. Would you want? So um, we have upstairs at the moment, there are um, uh, five, uh, well, there's space for five permanently set up six foot by four foot wargaming tables. So that's bringing in things like uh, Warhammer and... and um, A game called Infinity that's very popular in Shrewsbury. (laughs) Keep it down. And uh, say there's a dog in here. And um, and there's all so so that's kind of the back end of that room. And then upstairs we've got a really large space that we are going to be hiring out for public use. Um, And we're closed on Tuesdays at the moment, um, or we're going to be closed on Tuesdays. We're going to be closed on Sunday evenings. We're going to be closed early on a Wednesday. And we're not going to be opening until kind of eleven o'clock in the morning most days. So if people want to use it for things like Yoga, or, or, well, yeah, you know, basically, if you've got a group in Shrewsbury, you want to come and use a space when we're open, when we're not open and you want to use that space for um, basically whatever it is that you want to use it for, whatever you're nerdy for or even if it's just, you know, we, we are happy to let you guys come and use it for, obviously for, for a fee um, but we are very, very reasonable and we're going to, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, but we are going to be um, promoting that a little bit more as we get closer to, to opening.
0: But it's good to have that in town because yeah. it's, it's uh, a yeah. town
3: so condensed, isn't it? Yeah. It's
0: very rare you get a space where you can just be like, oh, so for like 20 quid, I can hire that and, and I can,
3: do a yoga class or yeah. we can do a, yeah. like, I know you teach guitar and stuff don't yeah we, that's you know? right so you at know, the so so. moment we're running a rock school from here on a, on a Tuesday afternoon um, and um, it's great because we can be as loud as we like you know we've got a pub next door to us you know they don't mind and we've got an empty space that side so you know it's um, we have that luxury and we've got these incredible um, ceiling speakers through the building um, and so when people come and they want to use the space for things like parties and that kind of thing they can plug in they can use our sound system and they've got a really lovely you know, great setup already Mm. there
0: it's funny you should mention parties it's like, can you can you are you going to be doing like birthday parties? Yeah, and absolutely. stuff Here,
3: you know, so one of the um, big things that people have asked for is um, is children's parties, and um, you know, everyone, children are now looking for that kind of unique birthday party, aren't they? That pe- you know, the other kids haven't done. You know, they want it. You know, so there's there's the brilliant climbing the walls in Shrewsbury, which if you've not been to, I, I can't recommend enough. It's fantastic, and there's lots of other really great places that do really good parties, and we will do very much the same thing here, where we'll um, have a party leader uh, and they'll be acting you know uh, as um you know they'll be running games and teaching games to people and it's different for different people because some kids will be mad on pokemon so we'll run pokemon parties for people that want to come and play fantastic pokemon idea. Game. fantastic and, idea well people yeah. love you know basically we want to tailor the experience for different people and and obviously it all comes with costs and it all kind of comes with you know private hire essentially and, and for different events um, but you know, we want to be able to facilitate that as much as we can, really, because it's a it's a great opportunity, and um, and also you know, kids love, like I say, kids love playing. It's it's us that's forgotten how to. It's not yeah. the kids, you know. So yeah. so um, it's just about kind of giving them that that freedom and that space, and um, and also you know, something that is a very different experience, and it's also more important than anything else. It's something that. As grown ups, we can actively share with our children in a much more engaging way than than some tablet based activities and those kind of things tablets great, fantastic, and you can engage with them in a way but but in terms of sitting around and having that time away from screens together it is just the best thing and it 's yeah. so good.
0: We have a game that we pull out when we want to <laughs> I love playing it. My little boy loves it. And it's Looping Chewy.
3: Yeah, fantastic <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got yeah.
0: Chewbacca spins around on a on a on, yeah. a on an arm, and you've got to flip him up out the way to, to yeah. save your. It's fantastic.
3: So yeah, Looping yeah. Chewy is a, a, I don't, It was originally Looping Louie uh, many years ago. So it was uh, based on a a, a, a um, like an old uh, World War Two biplane that flies around. Yeah. Okay, and in the Looping Chewy, for whatever reason, because it looks more sci-fi, they only made it three-player. Um, whereas the original was was four player, and I, and but for some reason they were like, yeah, let's make it three player because it looks more sci-fi. And I'm like, yeah, but you've just like eliminated it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've, you've taken like a, a quarter of the fun from this game. Like how, yeah, so, that's um, where the middle child just gets pushed out. <laughs> you Don't yeah, talk about yeah. that middle
2: child. <laughs> that's
0: where I say to the wife, you you never, you thought um, Spock was in Star Wars. Off you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right guys, let's rewind right to the very beginning. okay why have you done this? Why? Where did it begin? Where was the idea?
3: Okay, so uh, Dan, uh, it's probably uh, good to talk about this because you had a game shop. So where did this start then, Dan? So uh,
1: about ten years ago, I ran a game shop with Andrew Fielding called Games Cavern. Uh, that was by the train station, uh, up on Castle Street. That then moved into the Market Hall for some years. Then I made the worst decision of my life. Yes, that was and decided a to bingo it hole, wasn't it? It was. Yes, yes. I Extra remember that. Shop. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did mainly card games and uh, some miniature games as well. Uh, then moved, did university. Worst mistake ever. Then about five years ago, moved back from uh, Birmingham. It's a lovely place, uh, <laughs> and uh, set up Goldmain with uh, Sarah Dunphy and John Phillips, who's still about when he's back from Russia. That was there for several years, which then Big Orbit took it over, moved it to Castle Street, where I met Tom. And then that went... We fell in love. We fell in love. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a phone in your pocket? (laughs) Um, um, And that's where I met Tom. That then went up and we thought, if we don't do it, some other idiot's going to do it. And Tom pretty much had a library anyway. Most of those games over there are, are... Uh, What's the word? begins with a C. Collaborative. That's the word. Yeah? I'm getting good at this thing. Didn't do much English. Uh, As you can tell, a collaboration between uh, Andrew Burns, Pip, and yourself. Yeah. uh, And they've had over 300 different board games. I've put in about seven. (laughs) (laughs) So, big hitters, big hitters. But, yeah, about seven of those are mine. But, yeah, that's how it all started. Uh, Then we found this place and... A friend of ours uh, told us we were mad to do this. Our chartered surveyor, lovely, lovely Mark, uh, in pleasant words. To, in well, pleasant words, told us we were mad. In not so pleasant words, a bit, so. bit stronger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you can see, it's had quite a lot of renovation. It, it, it was. A mess. see I, I remember this
2: place when it's bedroom that yes. that's sort of where yeah. my head's at so walking around before i was just like this is so weird because i i just remember coming in drunk
1: like <laughs> whoever went to the around. bedroom so exactly right <laughs> so I used to what do you mean it dr- was a,
2: a bedroom it, it, okay it's a nightclub called the bedroom and upstairs there was an actual huge bed and you could go and like sit on it or lie on it while you're drinking <laughs> and it was just—it's just a gimmick. I was going like, to say
0: that, that that sounds crazy, but I remember there's a bar in Hunky Tonks in Wrexham that I used to go to. They used to have double
2: beds upstairs. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. It was uh, it was an interesting but it's usually like but you come here before you go over to liquid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in the day you get thrown out here into liquid. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, that was up to So yeah, I you? mean like, looking around it now like it's just it's like a different
3: place. Yeah. I mean uh, Dan's completely right when he said that you know some idiots were going to do it. And when we when we looked at this place we, we said that place is too big. There's no way we can take that on. And then we looked a little bit more, and there was nowhere. And we were kind of running out of time. And then we went, yeah, we're just going to have to do it, aren't we? And so we did. And yeah. um, and it is still the most crazy thing I have ever, ever done. Do you uh, miss sleep? I miss sleep. I miss sleep, yeah, yeah. Sleep is like a distant dream at the moment. <laughs> because we've been just flat out trying to get this place ready. And, and we, are so, we are slightly behind our initial opening plans and mostly the reason for that is that there were some electrical faults with the building when we when we moved in and they're fine now that everything the, 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 everything's, everything's fine yeah everything's been completely <laughs>
1: don't touch the walls everything's
3: <laughs> everything has been completely checked over we've got our electrical certificate it's all moved forwards but but there was a real um sense of the building when when it when we moved into the building um Derelict would have been a, a, a nice way of saying um, the, some of the states of some of the, the areas of it. And so, with a lot of filling and painting and decorating and furniture and, and, and really uh, just time, heaps and heaps of time. And you've done a um, splendid job. Thank you. You have done a splendid thank job because it looks utterly fantastic. I like the story you told me about the bar because the bar's quite So yeah, the bar is a uh, well it's um my stepdad um uh, is is called Phil and um Phil's amazing. Phil has um put more as much time as we have into this but he also has a, a, a big proper grown-up full-time job as well. And Great, so, a um, job. <laughs> so he hasn't really had an, an actual day off for a long time. Cause times he's not been there, he's been here and, um, he designed this monolithic bar and you guys will see it when you, when you come uh, to see us. Um, but it is a, a, a giant black bar built out of essentially kitchen worktop, but, um, it is a, um, it is monolithic in it's design it is huge, huge <laughs> thing. And, and we effectively have put a kitchen, um, in, in the sort of middle of this space. Um, and it is a you know a fully functioning, fully plumbed-in kitchen, which is fantastic because it gives us a you know so much that we can do, um, and you know we can get four people working behind there without it being you know a cramp. Because, Three if I'm there. Yeah, oh, no, no, don't be, don't be, <laughs> Daniel. And so, um, and so, yeah. But we we are um, uh, not quite finished with it yet. But there will be lovely color change LED lights uh, running underneath it. Because why not? Because why not? <laughs> and also, the thing that we've learned is that blue LEDs make everything look cooler. Uh, in terms of people people seem to think that I mean look, we've got some stairs with blue LEDs yeah, in, and there is one missing that's it, that's, that is a bother um, but but there is a real um, for some reason there's this odd sort of again psychology of things where people see blue LEDs and go hmm the future <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, know, don't know why that is uh, but yeah people love them so um, so although um, we have um, just found out that there is a remote without LEDs so we can have them any colour that we like um,
1: so guys if
3: you're not if you're offended by this one guy looking in
0: now who is that a good luck. Um, He's, uh, He's gone. It's fine. If you're offended by blue lights, you can change
3: them to red.
1: Yes,
0: right? green, <laughs>
3: whatever. We um, just
1: missed Pride Month. That's a shame. We could yeah, yeah, oh. we could have done.
3: Yeah, well, next year, next year. Um, but I mean, in terms of um, you know the reason why it was just because we wanted there to be. A space for the community. The, the shop was closing. We have a community of, of upwards of fifty people already. Uh, Pit Bailey, um, local celebrity Pitt Bailey, uh, and I run a board game night at another coffee shop called Palmer's. Um, it's moving to here, so um, we have a community. So, so we have the existing community from um, from Big Orbit, um, which has about upwards of fifty people that, that would kind of regularly use the shop, um, and they suddenly had nowhere to play. Um, and they still haven't got anywhere to play because we're not open yet. But My but they, and the yeah, basically there's <laughs> been they've been kind of finding places to go and and, and these are primarily card gamers um, that we that the, the big orbit community um, was and that was games like Magic the Gathering, a game called Card Fight Vanguard, which is very popular, um, and Pokemon. the Pokemon card game and Yu-Gi-Oh! and all those things. So. so these are all regular players of these games. Suddenly had nowhere to go, and we were like, Well, we need to do something for these guys, we need to make sure they have somewhere. And initially it was like, Yeah, we'll just get a little shot and you know we'll we'll try you know maybe do the board game cafe thing and then when we saw this (coughs) space it just basically was the decision was right we need to go all out if we're doing this and we need to not just go teenage bedroom board game shop which is what a lot of board game shops feel like we need to go full shrewsbury and that's the word i keep using with it We're like we need to go full shrewsbury on it so and what i mean by that is that you need to kind of be able to walk in here and it could be like any other really good nice place in shrewsbury not just any you know and so and shrewsbury has this um i think probably and 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 one of the things i love about shrewsbury is that it's got a very high um expectation level i think that as as customers have a very high expectation level and and they you know how they are spoiled for choice we've got 70 coffee places that serve coffee within the river loop um, that's a lot of places that you can choose to go and go. And like go I said, on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, you're walking around and sometimes you can't get in a place. No, no. no. And crazy. so, I mean, we are, obviously, we're hopeful that people will come and choose us. I mean, we're a massive place and we've hopefully got room to to, to people. But obviously, there's loads of places to go. So, you know, and there's loads of great places to go as well. You know, that's that's the, that is the most difficult thing about setting up a coffee shop is that, you know, you need to have something different. And I don't think that a coffee shop on its own, unless it's very, very good, can survive just as a coffee shop now not not in the long term and i think that the same with a board game shop i don't think a board game shop on its own can survive on the high street in the long term i think you need to be moving towards these social spaces that you create a hybrid yeah kind of i mean but i I cannot take credit for creating board game cafes they've been a thing for a long time the big the big thing was canada they came up with snakes and lattes um, and that's really big over in canada and then in this country there are you know upwards of 60 board game cafes over around the country there used to be another one didn't there in the in the mall i'm pretty sure they did so that was us uh so so (laughs) so 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 big orbit um was was over there it was never a cafe but it was a um uh, it looked like one i suppose because there was an awful lot of tables and chairs in there and and, and, but and there was a drinks machine but it never you know you know i I served coffee out of it so i had the dreams then of doing a board game cafe and i bought you know those um kind of uh, coffee filter coffee things And i just had one of those um, and like tried to serve coffee to people, and mo- <laughs> most people were like, "No, it's okay. I don't want coffee. <laughs> I just, I just, just, I, I just want, a, you know, I just want a kind of monster, basically." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, but but coffee, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> really good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um and so, and I, and I feel that you know, for some of my customers here, that'll still be the case. It'll be like, "No, just just, just stop talking about coffee, Tom. Give me the monster." You know? ah, um, Do you know what? I
0: actually <laughs> remember that place because. Just before I moved to Shrewsbury, I knew I was moving here, and you know, thought Skin was going, and it was a thing, and I popped in there, and I was like, I've got a podcast. Uh, and, was, and you were like, I'm pretty sure you told me you were closing down soon. I'm
3: pretty sure you... It you know, may not have been me. It may that have that, been, that, that or would probably somebody, somebody. Be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: <laughs> uh, at that point, we were. it was probably gold main and it was... Unfortunately, being a CIC, we'd ran out of funding at that point, because uh, we got a bit of a... Uh, Failure of our own success, really, purely because we went over the tax threshold, the VAT threshold, hadn't realised, and then had this massive VAT bill that needed being, to oh, be paid. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, we just didn't have the funds to pay it. That's when Big Orbit took over. So at that What's point,
3: we planned we've for that, that though, have not we, Dan? We planned. We yeah, have that.
1: planned that. Yeah, I am the, the maths and s- Tom's the es- aesthetician whatever it is. Aesthetist? Athest- <laughs> <Athesthetician. Athesthetician. laughs> I'm, I'm in charge of aesthetics. I'm the one that makes it look nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that says no. Yes.
3: So when I say Dan, I really want to put this on the wall and it costs this much, Dan says. No. And when I say Dan, I really I've seen this really great coffee that's going to be really tasty and it's like like 3 pound more a bag, Dan says. I'll Think about it, yeah. So it's quite good. <laughs> so, it's good. so that's the kind of relationship that, 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 that we've got, I love and, it, I it, love and it. it's good because, um, basically, I would have run out of money entirely by now had it not been for Dan being yeah. like, Stop it, Tom, stop
1: buying well, things. Coffee's going back to the coffee that it, I, I, someone who's opening a coffee shop, absolutely detests coffee with the patch. I hate it. I can't, I drink it, my tongue goes and it, I just can't drink it. However, the coffee that we're getting. Is actually quite nice in a flat white, even without any sugar.
3: Yeah. So we're very lucky because we actually have... Um, we, we weren't going to, but then it's worked out that we've actually got our own blend. Um, so so um, our own roasted blend. Um, roasted, uh, it's actually roasted in the in the northeast. Um, and a lot of people say, "Oh, you know, go local, go local." No, go to the best. That's basically that's basically yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in some things, lots of things, we are going local, um, and obviously lots of things. Shrewsbury base our cakes. Shrewsbury base all that kind of thing. Fantastic. But Shrewsbury roast, biscuits, roasting mm-hmm. coffee, so- absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, um, <laughs> and but but roasting coffee is actually you know it's a really it's an art you know. And so we we've um, managed to get our own coffee, which will have its own name. Was it a bit of trial and error? Um, was yeah, it Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so um, it's taken um, a, a little bit of time, um, but we are super happy with the result. And we've got something that the... the I mean, we, with us being called Nerdy Coffee Co., we figured that we should probably be nerdy about coffee as well really because yeah. i mean it it's would seem a science weird. like you said
0: yeah how does that work science. though do you go around different companies and go send me coffee <laughs>
3: <laughs> <You> <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit like that and but also you know you enter that conversation with people where you say look this is kind of the thing that we're looking for in in, in a coffee you know and because i mean it, getting a little bit nerdy about it for a second if, if if i may uh there are more varieties of coffee bean in the world than there are of grapes So if you think about how many varieties of wine there are in the world, now think about how many varieties of Mm. coffee there must be in the world, which is more significant. And then you've got mixtures as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you get the blends and you get the strange kind of combinations of things. And um, where coffee is grown, the height that it's grown at, the heat that it's grown at, how long it takes to dry, all factors in the flavour. And then how long you roast it for, again, all factors in the flavour. But then carrying on from that when you grind it how finely ground it is and then how long it takes to what they call extract which is to uh, to run the boiling water through the or run the hot water through the coffee to get the extraction there's an extraction time period and that extraction time period needs to fall within so many seconds. The reason is, is that if you under extract coffee, it will have a completely different flavor to over extracted coffee. Under extracted coffee will taste incredibly sour and sort of bitter and um, over, uh, sorry, incredibly sour and sort of citrusy and then um, over extracted coffee will taste very B- burnt bitter. and bitter. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of need to try and find that middle ground. And, and part of that is dialing in your coffee machine properly and getting that all set up properly. Um, but a lot of places a lot of places that get into coffee and a lot of people that go I can start a coffee shop they do and then they go why is everyone complaining about our coffee we've got really great coffee we've got really expensive you know we've bought in these great beans and we've ground them properly but they haven't you know worked out how to get the best flavour profile from their coffee so you get a lot of these independent places that, that kind of go yeah try our coffee and it'll taste really bad or there'll be massive variance between one coffee one day and one coffee the next Mm. because they are extracting it at completely different times. You know,
0: this is absolutely great. It sounds great, but all you've just done is put your coffee on a
3: pedestal yes. everybody's going to be calling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. guy
0: from uh, nerdy says he's got the best coffee in town now we're gonna to have to see. yeah do you know <laughs> what though
3: like I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited to be able to share it with people purely because I mean I, I drink a bit of coffee myself um, and, and as you'd imagine and um, have opened a coffee shop previously in town um, a, over at Palmer's which is just kind of around the corner from here and um, their coffee is is amazing and I will um, and I, I think their coffee is some of the best in town and I will now take you know the dad's doorstep challenge with this coffee i mean i'm really confident that we're going to have some really impressive coffee
0: well um i'm a a bit of a coffee connoisseur
3: his wife's colombian my wife is from um, i like to
0: wind her up to be honest because i think italians make the best coffee in all honesty okay um and so i'm like oh there's italian coffee tonight Mm, it's really good and she's like i'm gonna beat you to death (laughs) I've
3: i've got a cousin (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well we we are so our our blend is actually um unfortunately not italian our our, our blend is a, a brazilian guatemalan blend but it's um a uh yeah it's a very very um the idea is if you normally take sugar with your coffee this is the this is always the test right if you normally take sugar with your coffee which you shouldn't do but if you normally take sugar with your coffee if you try this coffee without sugar and you shouldn't need it that is that is the mark of a really great coffee is if it is, has that natural sweetness that, that, that you can kind of get out of it and that's what we're looking for with people um, a lot of these kind of what they call um, sort of uh, third generation coffee shops which are kind of these where we're at now with, with these kind of hipstery coffee shops around the place um, is that they actually refuse to even give out sugar they have it like behind the bar they don't have it on tables we, we, will, we will have sugar for people that's, you know, that's yeah. fine but, but, but a lot of these places that keep the sugar back and they're like no try it without first and then have the thing because you know they, they, the guys really believe in their coffee, and they want you to experience I it.
0: I went to um, Chef Sophie a while ago, and yeah. they don't give out. That's why then. Oh, yeah, wow.
3: Yeah, well, they, they want you to experience it as it's <coughs> kind of meant to be, as it's meant to be. You know, I mean, a, a lot of people add sugar. Out you tasted it. Yeah, 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 out of habit. And, I, do and, yeah, I do that. Yeah, and, and that's fine because you know inherently we've we've grown up on instant coffee and we go, I have this coffee with this many sugars. That is how you have that mm. drink. And and if you, it's how you tasted it the first, it's again if that's how you have that drink the first time you have that drink, then that's how you have it because in your head you've made the connection. You've gone, that's what coffee tastes like. So as soon as you take the sugar out of it, you're like, mm, this coffee doesn't taste like coffee now. Yeah, <laughs> it's <tastes weird. laughs> it tastes weird. So, so you know, there's that real, um, yeah, that sense of you know. But but I just want people to yeah be able so, to. So come, you try. you would say that if someone wants to drink your coffee, at least try it first yeah give it a try i mean yeah. uh, i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go around chatting to people and say no don't put sugar in your coffee but but you know um he's like yeah stop. yeah yeah um, starts <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, yeah. sort of uh, growling from behind the bar like yeah. how dare you um, but i think um, but this isn't just for us i think that this is for for all all kind of independent coffee shops and, and coffee shops around the place you know if you normally take sugar in your coffee just try it without uh, certainly if you're having a milky coffee i mean mm. it, it, milk's doing half the work for you milk's mostly sugar anyway so yeah, mm. i mean if you you know and and it's just you know Know, give it a go. <laughs> it's better you know. for your health as well. It is better for your health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, as we've <laughs> just spoken for about an hour and a
0: half on coffee, this guy loves his coffee, by the way. <laughs> um, no, seriously, come try out the coffee. It sounds amazing. Um, you say about you want to be um, inclusive and you want people to come here, yeah. and you're, um, this is a great, um, a great idea, and I think it's going to do really well. Um, but the the message I hear a lot on this show is is cooperation and collaboration. Yeah. Is there anybody you would like to work with in Shrewsbury
3: or are you already looking to work apart with people? Apart from the biscuit, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> apart from the biscuit, yeah, apart from you guys. Although this, this is great, I love this. And uh, So so one of the ideas that we have is actually to turn one of the back rooms, which you guys haven't seen yet, and um, we have a, another sort of further back another room. Another room? Yeah, another room. There's going to be storage initially, but we're going to um, hopefully clear it out and turn that into a space that will be a studio space. So I'm a musician as well, so so we'd love to have a space that we can use for recording podcasts, certainly to do with board games and that kind of thing, but to have you guys along and do all those kind of things. good. Oh, well, that'd be, good. So that'd that'd be really a, good. And that's somewhere down the line, but, you know, it's, a, it's one of the things that we'd like to do. And um, and again, providing a, a, another massive thing is that we have a space that will eventually be um, a, a music venue, which um, is, again, very early work at the moment. But not only will it be a music venue, but it will be a live music practice space for, for local bands to be able to come and use oh. and the, and there isn't anywhere like that in Shrewsbury at the moment no. and we'd love to be able to you know essentially we want to turn this space into a real community hub for people not just for the board games and but you know for basically whatever anyone wants to use it for Oh, it was, in
2: fact there's was, was a question I, I brought with me Um, my my girlfriend does uh, a lot of art Yeah. and her brother has just come back from America and he does a lot of creative writing he yep. does a lot of corporate writing on, and uh the copyright and that kind of yeah. stuff, yeah. And uh, funny enough, they're in town today, and uh, he, he literally moved back on Friday, I think mm-hmm. it was. And um, he was walking around and he was like, Where can I go to work? Yeah, he was like, You know, that that does coffee and like you know, yeah. in the coffee coffee shop environment, but it's like quiet and yeah. like you know, yeah, yeah. like a library, but does, does, does a coffee shop kind of yeah, yeah. kind of esque, and um, and just, and my sister and Lisa, she was just like. Actually, to be fair, it'd be good to find somewhere that where you can sit down, have good coffee, and do her art. You know, and yeah, just yeah, drawing and stuff. Is, yeah, that, yeah. is that what you could offer here? Yeah, absolutely. Like- I mean,
3: like, like basically, we've got room, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we, we're not short on space. Um, I fully anticipate people are going to come in with laptops and work because that's what people do in coffee shops. That is kind of part of the part of the thing. Um, but certainly in terms of art, um, we have, um, we're lucky to, uh, again, be working with some great artists. I mean, you can see there's a bit of art up mm. around the place at the moment. Um, supplied and, some of it by Pip Bailey, yeah, bigger Pip, Baileys, Pip Bailey yeah, and and a wonderful artist called James Armstrong that's done our um sort of Shrewsbury themed and local area themed kind of pictures we've got oh, yeah. this kind of graphic Fantastic. work Killer, yeah. and then we have these amazing uh, in the window and there's one upstairs as well these beautiful massive seascapes he's done them as well um there is a loose tentacly theme kind of going through the shop with our kind of logo um and um and so there's sort of seascapes and things around as well sort of a sort of tenuous yeah cuz i notice there's a, a specky tentacle yeah. guy hanging up Sorry, right. so So he's, our, he's our, um, our sort of logo is um, uh, our um, yeah he, he does have he doesn't have an official name yet we never gave him an official name. Um, we
1: opened the process but
3: didn't finish. Shane's yeah, good yeah. name. Yeah. So Shane's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but lots of
1: people kind of came
3: up with kind of nerdy Cthulhu-based names and he's, he's loosely based on Cthulhu which is this sort of, uh, I like just Bob. Yeah, Bob Bob, a good Bob's uh, good name. and so and we have him in dice roller form and uh, a few other kind of versions of him, and he appears on our membership cards and things as well. Did you design um, that, or yeah? So this is a, a design that we put together using. So, so I love again all the branding and stuff. And um, I'm a massive, massive fan of graphic design. I love graphic design, and I love being able to sit down and and just kind of work on stuff. Uh, and so, nerdy is very much a, a passion project for me in terms of graphic design and branding. Um, and um, it all started about 12 years ago when I met my wife. She was doing a, a marketing degree at university, but had literally no graphic design skills. And so... You're like... Right. Well,
1: and,
3: uh, it, it, was, it was, yeah, it was getting on 12 years ago. We, we met, we got to know each other quite well, quite quickly. Um, and then I started helping her out and we designed a coffee shop together. And that was our kind of first thing that we did together. And then, you know, now, um, you know, 12 years on, we're actually kind of realizing that in, in in real life, so which is which is really cool. It, again, it wasn't a board game cafe twelve years mm. ago; it was something completely different. But it was, you know, the process was there, and and, and I think that t- you know the design element is something that's really really important to me because again, it has to be Shrewsbury; it has to look the part. Otherwise, people just won't come in through the door. So yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I think I think you guys would benefit a lot from working with a lot of the, the places around here. You know, places at like the prison, or mm. you know, a lot of places. Start, I don't know. Uh, maybe you can work with the Sabrina boat and do, I don't know, yeah, do yeah, our yeah. board game yeah. diet days on the Sabrina Absolutely, or something. Yeah, so
3: yeah. we'd we love to collaborate with anyone. <clears throat> Basically, if anyone is keen to do any kind of collaboration, just get in touch because we, we love the idea of working with as many people as possible. Dice
1: and a slice dice with dough and oil. Dice and a slice with dough and oil. I love their food. Yeah, we love <laughs> dough and oil. Yeah, dough <laughs> and oil, they're amazing. So, Could you uh, just come
0: up now, Dice and a slice? Dice <laughs> and a slice. Yeah, let's right, say yes, yes. I'll say yes yeah.
3: for now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, not rehearsed at all no. um, <laughs> but
3: because we've got this amazing um, killing me man killing me we've got this huge kitchen space as well that isn't yet a kitchen but it will be and we'd love to collaborate with um, sort of local um, kind of food um Makers, uh so um and do residencies, you know. So with like kind of street food and that kind of thing, and and kind of get people in and you know use our kitchen, but you know you know pay us to hire the kitchen, but they can run just eat out there if they want and send things off to people, but they can serve our customers at the same time, you know. And mm. that would be a really lovely thing to be able to. Oh do. my god, my eyes is widened. Ooh, that sounds Ooh.
1: great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> street food. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, uh, look, uh, I hope this this takes off because I'm, I'm totally I'm in actually, love with this project.
1: I'm,
2: I'm excited. I'm actually excited. I'm really excited.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like you said, like you get a lot of, I mean, you've experienced it yourself. There's a lot of board game kind of places that do just kind of die, don't they? Yeah. You know, eventually. Yeah. But you've got like something really special here. The place looks great. By the sounds of it, it's going to have great coffee. The branding is just, is on, is, is on par, man. It's great. And uh, I, I feel comfortable. I'd feel comfortable sitting here, you know, nice. because I, I, I always find a coffee shop. I don't always. Now and again, I'll find a coffee shop to sit and edit. Yeah. and edit can, editing can take up to two, three hours yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I remember being sat in stop cafe um, up by by column and um, I was sat there in there for about two and a half hours just editing and there's people like looking at me because I felt like I'd overstayed my work <laughs> I've like been there way too long they're like why is this guy not left yet you know so uh, if I'm in town and I've got a laptop and I need to do something yeah, yeah. I'll definitely
3: pop in you here. are absolutely welcome and, that, and that's the kind of the final thing I suppose from, from us is to do with our memberships because I think there's <laughs> Class. Yes, that's covered. That. There's yeah. a little bit of confusion, um, and, and it's um, we are not a members only cafe. Um, and some people are asking, kind of, is it just for members? Is it just for members? So our membership system is literally just to give people access to our board game library. So, yeah. so the idea is that you can, um, you can come in and play the board game library whenever you want, that's absolutely fine, but it's going to cost £4 a head, basically. Yeah. And, and every other board game cafe in the country is significantly more expensive than that. But, but if you come in, it's £4 a head, you can have access for as long as you like, it's not a timed thing. Yeah. You can come in. You can take stuff off the shelves, enjoy it, bring it back up to us at the bar, you know, and just and and you can hand it back in with us. We'll check everything over, put it back on the shelf. That's kind of the format. With that
0: four pound head, can you hours. go and grab another game? Or you, you can,
3: yeah, yeah. Not just one game. You can sit. You could literally pay four pounds, sit here for the entire time that we're open, and play every single game on every single shelf if That's you want. Bad. If you wanted to. If you wanted. If you had that kind of dedication. If you become a member, uh, and our normal membership is ten pounds for the entire year. Okay. To become a member, you've just got to give us your name. Basically, that's it. We don't need anything else. Um, We'll write your name on on a bit of cardboard. If you want to sign up to our mailing list so we can send you um, exciting offers and all those kind of things as well, you can. Don't need to. Not not a requirement. And so uh, that will knock that membership down to two. That will knock that fee down to two pounds a time, not four pounds a time. Okay, so you're basically half price. If you're going to use it more than once or twice. It's worth being a member, right? It's tenor for the year, isn't it, right? If you're a family, that's the next thing. Is if you're a family and you have, um, you have, um, oh, the, the, the normal ten pound membership as well. We uh, Pip and I run something called the board meeting, which is our board game night. That's going to be every other Thursday um and that'll be free play so you so you won't have to pay for the tables at all as long as you're coming in buying a drink you can come sit down and play and there'll be like 50 people plus in playing very very regularly every two weeks
0: and it and
3: it it just gives you access to that and that's all with your 10 pound membership if you become a family member that is 25 pounds for the year but that lets you basically come in and uh, our bracket is is um uh, 13 years old so so if you kind of have kids that are under 13 and you've got a load of them they're going to be always free to come and play anyway um the uh, but that gives you access to the board meeting every other thursday but also our sunday family board game events and on sundays we are going to be open from 11 till 5 and all day will be family board gaming so the idea is to bring young people in my 8 year old is super excited he's going to be staff he's going to be te- <laughs> he's going to be teaching people how to play games um he can't wait to get people in and um, and has loads of games that he wants to show people, and and the focus is on getting kids together and playing games and getting their adults to play with them, um, and that's what our Sundays are going to look like. And having a family membership again makes that a free thing. Um, so if you're looking for a day out on a Sunday, you pay 25 quid for the year. It's just come, if you go into a coffee shop anyway, you might as well come to one with something on for kids because yeah. we all know what it's like going into a coffee shop with kids in the first place. You might as well. And,
2: to- I'm assuming yeah. that the the family one. Will also cover if like for example, if me and me and now got got family tickets, we could then just come on like a Tuesday night or something. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So family membership has
3: all the benefits of the normal membership, um, yeah. it's, it's all exactly the same with the exception that you're you're on a Sunday, you yeah. can come and you can be involved in that event for free. The reason that we want to keep it as a separate thing. Um, uh, for, for that particular event is that we think that families are going to really use it a lot um, and well, we hope that they're going to really use it mm. a lot. So um, so it sits at 25 for the year and that's, again, it's... It's, it's still yeah, cheap. It's come out, yeah, and then cheap. our final, final membership, which is my, um, you know, uh, the one for our customers that are going to be in all the time um, and it's what we call our premium membership. Um, it's £120 for the year and the reason it's £120 for the year is that you can free play whenever you want So you can basically come in, grab games whenever you want, bring your own games in, play whenever you want, which you can do from any membership. You can come and have access to our wargaming tables, again, free whenever you want. Um, And you get 10% off at a coffee bar, so all your food and drink, 10% off. You also get 10% off any pre-orders of the new stuff that you want. So any kind of new releases that are coming out. um, If you're into your board games, you're into your card games, some of our card gamers spend £500 plus every release. So that 10% off you know, mm-hmm. over, over the years, you know, suddenly they've made it back straight away in the first kind of two, three months. It's well worth it for our regular regular players and people that are going to be here more than once or twice a week. Um, or even if
1: you just want to support the store, yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> I, I, and it's—I mean, 120 quid is—is is, um, you know—is—is is, it's a big ask. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, look, look, look at Netflix. Netflix is like,
0: what was it like nine pound a month? Yeah, it's gone it, up yeah. now, isn't yeah, it? I yeah, it's gone like twelve quid. It's twelve, right? fourteen quid. Like that, that's ridiculous, and that's a library of movies what you're getting for £10 a month, you know, is a whole library of games. It's the same as Netflix. So yeah, if you yeah. like your board games, yeah. it's very fair, I think. And, and I, I think it's really good idea. I think it's really fair. <laughs> uh, and I think it'll do really well. I hope it does really well. Thank you. Um, And you've got our support, man. Thank um, you. Yeah. Whenever you, if you would like to use the biscuit as a voice, if you've got something planned, you've got like an event coming up, will
2: you give, give us a shout. We'll, we'll get you on. Thank you. Definitely.
0: You know, we're, we're always here to help. And um,
3: social
2: media as well. If you if you want things pushed on social media, if you just absolutely. ping us. you know, and again, your quickly.
3: social media is on par. I, like, I like you've Thank got a you. really good style. So like our, our social media has been the. I mean, we're going to hit two thousand today potentially. So no, 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 no. But but I mean, uh, but that is that for us is just a testament to to the community. Yes, and and and, yeah. and it's not a little bit of it is is our doing in terms of how we've how we voiced it. But so, so much of it has been the the community that's been sharing and, and pushing. And as you guys know, social media, it's all to do with, it's not to do with you, it's to do with everyone else making it yeah. happen. And and we are so, you know, we've had, you know, stuff being shared by 130 plus people every time. And suddenly your reach just goes way yeah. up. Um, and so, and we're finding that the higher things go, the easier it is. Um, so it's that initial struggle, but then as soon as it sort of hits, a thousand it was just kind of doodle and sort of does its own thing now which is great um and we'd obviously love to see it kind of keep growing um and I, and to be honest we were so surprised because when we did our business plan two thousand page likes on facebook was our year three year three target um not before we opened Uh, so 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 i mean you know we we love the idea that people are so excited about it but it does add that layer of pressure to we've got to deliver this right right what's what's the feedback been like before
0: you've even opened you've got two thousand people liking what they're saying
3: so it's mostly just extreme excitement people are just so excited to have somewhere different to come and 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 they are you know I think that they are hungry for something that is offering this diff, you know, something different. Um, it seems that, I mean, we, we, in some groups, there's been a little bit, Oh, another coffee shop. and. Um, but most places have been super hyped for it so um, we're just trying to kind of maintain that hype and, as, and I didn't think we were going to be able to certainly when there were the problems with the electrics and everything sort of slowed us down we were like <laughs> oh no that's it yeah. and, and one day I, like, I just ran out of stuff to post so I found a carrot that looked a little bit like our logo and I like posted a picture of that and I was like this is like really scraping the barrel now. <laughs> from a social media point of view like ah. here is a carrot that looks a bit like our logo nerdy coffee co coming soon and I- <laughs> like oh god yeah, I, totally yeah. Feel, yeah, I totally feel I totally
0: feel because like with, with the, all the social media I do sometimes I'll go on Instagram and I look at what pictures
3: I've got that are interested in my because I'm yeah. not taking anything
0: yeah. and yeah. I just scroll what and have I'm I like, got what can yeah, I use yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, but now that obviously everything's coming on and, and we're having deliveries all the time and things are moving forward, suddenly it's much easier. And because we've been able to announce an opening date of the 3rd of August, that has um, made us, uh, again, that's really driven it. Because you know, What day
0: is the 3rd of August? So
3: Saturday, the 3rd of August is our opening date and we're going to be open at 11 till 11 uh, on that Saturday. That we can. can we come? You can absolutely yeah. come. You are I'm so, so
0: biscuit. welcome to come. I'll bring the I don't know if I'll I'll bring the TASCAM and we'll interview people. That would be
3: amazing. Mm. What's the coffee like? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can dress
3: up as the Daz man. Yeah, yeah. I'll dress. No, I won't. Yeah. And I'm- it's first I'll dress day. First day. Yeah, I'm actually on a work's do the-, the night
2: before, so I'm- I I might be very quiet. <laughs>
3: Mm, but we are we'll but we are here all day So we're here 11 till 11 So if you want us to come in the evening on the Saturday you be very welcome Or, or any time on the Saturday Please join us along no, we'll and, sort so. of, I really want to get involved um, I'll be asking people
0: how many sugars they got in their coffee <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, guys, I hope this this takes off. You know, you guys are a credit to the town already, and you're Thank not you. even open yet. Uh, you've given you've given people a space to come and be them. And this is what I liked about Geek Out and about what Joel was doing yeah. with them is that, you know, he's sat in Weberspoons, but it still felt like a safe environment for people to just be themselves. Yeah. And you know, us nerds and us geeks, we we're we we're kind of, I mean, I can't put everybody in the same barrel, but we're we're, 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 we're a special breed. Yeah. You know, and not everybody like will agree with what's different. And this is a place where you can be, yeah, you know, you be you, be you, you be you, and you be you, and you, you be you. you, and you be you. So yeah, make, guys, make sure you add to the already amazing 2,000 likes they've got on Facebook. <laughs> um Look for Nerdy Coffee Co. on Facebook. Give them a like. Pop by to the opening, and uh, you know, if you're walking by and you're a bit curious, just pop in and say, like, these guys yeah. are great. Yeah, um, are, right. who else is going to be with? Have you got a full staff? Ro- like, yeah, so we've got, we've
3: got um, uh, two wonderful staff, um, and then an incredible uh, array of volunteers that are going to be helping us out to start off with. And then hopefully, in the in the kind of coming months, we're going to be hiring um, fairly quickly. Um, I think as long as the hype keeps up, as long as we keep getting our customers in, we'll be able to get some full time positions. Get guys spinning
0: and, a board outside,
3: yeah, that's what we
0: need. Everyone, <laughs> has <to laughs> And that I mean,
3: could be you um, <laughs> we are super excited because on our opening we have got um, I think we'll be visited by um, Boba Fett from uh, Star Wars and a few other kind of big really? uh, kind of cool characters are going to be hanging around as well um, I want Boba Fett to be just sat in the window reading a newspaper I just think that's going to be super cool <laughs> just, just, yeah. you should get some board game designers to come in and do some sign-ins and stuff Yeah. We'll so and, again there's so much to talk about and, and I'm sorry because I realized we we're kind of uh, going on but but the um, um, a lot of board game designers want to do prototyping and, and, and Playtesting, and we're going to be having playtesting events, as well Ooh. as things like chess club and Scrabble night, called Night on the Tiles, and you know, and all these kind of inclusive games for all kinds of people. So, um, so people of shoesby okay. if you think you're great at chess, yeah. Yeah, 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 Night on the Tiles, at nerdy, make it happen. I <laughs> <laughs> said, so good. Do you want to do voiceovers for? Our, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I do. He, he is actually a voice actor. I am. Yeah, yes, cool. I am. Um, okay,
0: <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the thank biscuit. You. You've got our yeah. support, like I said. Yeah. Um, where? can people find you last thing to say where, where
3: social media things So, are. so yeah nerdy coffee Co on facebook uh, nerdy coffee Co on instagram um, that is the best place and we have a website in development at the moment which will be eventually nerdycoffee.co uh mm-hmm. which is uh, nice and easy uh, but that's not quite there yet but it's on the way so um, and we'll hopefully never mind, might need to employ some sort of booking system if we're as busy as we think we're going to be so um, how exciting yeah <laughs> awesome
0: anything to add buddy no I'm
2: good I'm,
3: yeah.
0: dr-
2: I'm, I'm buzzing
0: <laughs> I'm genuinely this is buzzing. Be great! I'm really excited too, guys. Uh, make sure you give this episode a like and a share and a subscribe. Um, you know, if you have got anything to add, like you always say, make sure you drop us a line. Or you can speak to us on Facebook or you can uh, email us at shoesbybiscuit Biscuit Biscuit Podcast at Gmail dot com. And uh, and yeah, that's, that's it. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy, fine. guys. Good peace done. out. Thank peace you out. very much. Thank you very much.